0: Hashemna we know th- this week it's such a meaningful haftara that I wanted to talk about the haftara of Devarim, which is always Shabbat Chazon, the Shabbat that precedes Tish B'Av, the most bitter the most bin- bitter and painful day of the year that we fast more than twenty-four hours like Yom Kippur. Hashem here says it's a very sobering haftorah. It says, "Lama li rov Yeshaya." It's the first chapter of Yeshaya. Hashem says, "Why do you bring me so many offerings?" Hashem says, "I'm satiated from your offerings." He says, "I don't want these." He says that yadechem damim mele'u. He says. People they pray and they bring unlimited amount of very, very super deluxe, fat offerings to God. but Hashem says. He says, even if you say so pray so much, God is not going to listen to our prayers. Why? Because we, cause we um, have blood on our hands. Hashem says, Clean your hands and purify yourselves. Learn to do good. You should hate corrupt, corruptness and taking bribery. And you, we should always stand up for the underdog, which is the orphan and the widow. If we do so, then God says if our sins are red, like crimson, then they're going to become white, snow white. And even if they're like a red dye of wool, of red silk, He's going to make them white as a sheep, as pure virgin white um, wool. So the, the, the ultimate, so Rosh Hashiva Zatzal explained this, that um, we see a very few important points here. We know the first temple, and this is what Yeshaya is bemoaning, was destroyed because of idol worship, and Gilo yarayus they were doing... Um, sexual sins, the cardinal worst type of sexual sin and murder. But it's actually, it's hard to imagine that every Jew was doing that. If you look in the Gemara actually, in Yuma, it was the king that was, had murdered a lot of people and the people didn't protest to the king. We Jews keep kosher, but the Rosh Hashiva explained that first of all, you see Klal Yisrael was on a very, they were coming, they were keeping all the korbanot and sustaining the the Bet HaMikdash and that's why they actually would never believe they said we had the Bet HaMikdash and we're bringing so many offerings to God, God is never going to destroy his temple but the truth is we have to go to the last words of the haftarah which says we have to understand if we're still fasting we are still committing the sins of our forefathers, the Rambam says this very clearly, the Yerushalmi and Yuma says that every generation the Bet HaMikdash is not built, we have to imagine that it was built in our generation and we destroyed it. Which means, this is not some commemoration. It doesn't make sense to fast for almost 25 hours if we're so perfect. We're not angels. The Yoshami is stating clearly that we are committing the same sins as our forefathers. That's why... The eloquent haftarah, the sobering haftarah, sends that. Well, when would Sion, Zion? When will the Bet Hamidrash be built? By mishpat, when we're fair. Tifade mishavayabistaka, and then people will return in the in the zechut of staka. So first of all, we see something very clearly that that the the, the haftarah says. The haftarah is teaching us that we cannot bribe God. There's two sets to the Ten Commandments, and a lot of times we falsely delusionize ourselves to think that if we're keeping the first half, God will be bribed. No, God is more particular about the second half, not to murder each other, which is not to embarrass each other. And more importantly the Torah says what is considered murder in God's eyes is when you're corrupt and you let the orphan and the widow which has no protector we let them get raped and we let their rights be stamped upon that God could not take. And then God says I don't want you. I don't want you even come near me. If you have, don't have the compassion and the mercy to stand up for those that have nobody to stand up for them like the orphan and the widow Then in my eyes, you're like a murderer. So ultimately, it's come to my attention that it's sickening already. It makes me sick to my stomach how much in our own community people are suing each other, brothers to brothers. People are not being fair. People don't... Really, they don't have this concept of justice. To have justice and peace, one has to have... Something very important, and that is called um, Vatranut, to give up your rights. It's clearly in the Gemara and Shabbat that says that when we're too particular with each other and we demand to the scent our rights, that's not considered peace and harmony. And when we. It's so sad, I just came to my attention this last two weeks. Fathers that have not been able to alienate it from their children because of nasty divorces. See, this is the reason that we're in such a bitter galus. Our galut, The Maharal explains one of the worst consequences of galut is that we adapt the mentality and the society and the values and the lifestyle of the goi. And it's a lifestyle where People are always wanting to sue each other instead of making pshara, instead of compromising. And that's really, I think, the message that is so sad that even rabbis, they do have, some of them deserve a lot of shame on them. That they automatically, since the wife's family supports and gives a lot of money to their synagogue, they stand by the wayside and let a father not see seven of his children or five of his children for many years, which is really, really not fair. If the father is abusive, that's another thing. But God is saying here, be yes, everything has to do with balance. It's wonderful to support the temple, but if we're not compassionate, if we're not fair, if we don't stand up for what's right, which is ultimately justice, and we don't take care of each other, then God is disgusted and He says, who wants all these empty offerings of cows and bulls and rams, when you're soulless, we have lost our conscience, we don't stand up for what's right, for justice, and have mercy on each other, and be able to compromise with each other, and take care of the weak, and the unfortunate and the destitute, like the orphan. So, may Hashem help us to realize this Haftarah, I think, should be reviewed again and again. And in the God's eyes, by being passively looking the other way, when people, injustice and corruption is surrounding us, then it's like proactively we're murdering people. If we let the rights of the weak be stamped upon, then in God's eyes, there's no difference if passively we let evil and corruption flourish or proactively we do it may Hashem help us to have a conscience to be fair to love our neighbor as we love ourselves to compromise not try to attack each other not be our own greatest enemy and in honor of righteousness of staka of giving charity and going above and beyond the call of duty And loving each other like brothers and sisters, we should see really the we should see the Shekhinah come back to Sion. Amen. Have a meaningful fast and Shabbat Shalom.